How to Overcome Self-Sabotage with Susie Hayes, author of Freed from Stuck, on episode number 260 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Feeling isolated and alone and unprotected, and then caused me to form certain beliefs about myself or to question my worth. What do I deserve? What should I expect in relationships? And fortunately, I began this journey as a young adult where it served me well as I moved into my adult years in terms of making decisions regarding relationships. But it was a very difficult thing to come to terms with. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello again, good people. Welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. We are on episode number 260 of the podcast designed to help you to overcome adversity and achieve your life of peace and prosperity and purpose. Coming to you today, as always, from the Loft Studios, just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. It's a beautiful day in my life. I hope it's a beautiful day in yours. Thank you for the privilege of allowing me to be have a part of your life in whatever, wherever life is taking you today. You can always head over to drbradmiller.com for over 260 now episodes of this podcast designed to help you to grow through what you go through, overcoming depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death. And at drbradmiller.com slash 40dayway, you can get on our mailing list and find out more about the programs that we offer. Today, we have a special guest with us who's going to be talking about being stuck. Have you ever felt stuck in your life, in your emotional life, in your relationships, in your uh, career, or in your place in life? This is the guest for you, and we're going to talk particularly today about self-sabotage, how you can self-sabotage your own life and mess things up for any potential you have moving forward in your life. And you've got to deal with that before you can truly have Success. Her name is Susie Hayes. She's an author and a leader and a guidance and a, and a coach in life. And she's going to talk to us today about uh, several things in about this whole area about self-sabotage. She's going to talk about her own story about dealing with abuse in her own family and how she had to free herself from that, free herself from a defeated mindset to achieve success the importance of grieving a loss in order to move on, and how to have a possibility of moving through grief and loss and trauma in order to have success in life. You're going to love this episode. It's going to be helpful to you. This is part one of a three-part episode. Today, we're talking about her story and about grief and loss and uh, and the possibility of overcoming self-sabotage. In episode number uh, 261, Susie's going to be back with us for part two of this uh, conversation where she's going to talk specifically about her book, How to Become and Stay Freed from Stuck and how you can do 
the same thing in your life now and uh, give you the process that's going to be helpful to you, how to get yourself unstuck. Then on episode number 262, I'm going to come back with my commentary from my perspective about uh, the conversation we had with Susie and how I can speak to your life. And the topic is going to be the power of pain to achieve a goal. I hope that you join me for that. Our guest today on Beyond Adversity, her name is Susie Hayes. You can find her at SusieHayesNow.com and her book, FreedFromStuck.com. Let's get into our conversation with Susie Hayes right now. So we have Susie Hayes with us. She's all about helping you get freed from stuck. And that's the name of her book, Freed from Stuck, Dare to Cross the Bridge Beyond Grief, Trauma, and Self-Sabotage to Discover Lasting Change. Now, she comes to us from a background as a psychotherapist and a life and a business coach. And she's our guest today on Beyond Adversity. Susie Hayes, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you so much. It is an honor. Indeed. Thank you so much for being with us, taking some time to connect up with our audience here of folks who have made a determination that they will not remain stuck. They're going to get through whatever is going on in their lives and to come out to a better place. And that's what you're all about, helping people get unstuck. Is that right? That is true. Absolutely. Very good. That, that tells me, Susie, they're pre- if you're all about helping other people get freed from being stuck, that tells me that there may have been a time in your life that you may have been stuck in some situation or circumstance in life, and you found a way to break free of that. Tell us a little bit about that circumstance or that situation in your life, or maybe a couple that may set the foundation of what you do now with your authorship and your coaching the most significant shift point for me was when I was in graduate school finishing my master's in education. And I realized that even though everything was really going well, I was not happy. I felt alone. And in that experience, I decided to go into my own personal therapy. And from that transformative process where I realized that my being stuck, my being in pain, my feeling of being alone was really an indicator of unattended pain and trauma from my history. So as I entered into the therapy process, I began to feel the transformation of healing. And from that, not only because of that experience, but just because of the personal satisfaction I received in the process, I decided to stay and get an additional master's in counseling, which changed the trajectory of my work slightly. So I moved from education into counseling and coaching, and then eventually added other modalities such as hypnosis. But it was really from recognizing the impact of my history and realizing that I needed to shift my internal experience of myself, of how I had thought I was to really discover who I really am. That was a major change point for me. 
And it wasn't until decades later after I had worked with many people in the change process that I realized that for all of those years, whether it was through counseling or coaching or speaking or writing, what I was doing was helping people become freed from stuck. And so that was really a later evolution but the foundation of where I really began that journey was in, in my own personal internal work. So by saying your own personal internal work, you mean circumstances in your childhood or in relationships or health related. And I'm just going to push you just a little bit to be a little bit more specific about some of the challenges that you faced that led you to that point in graduate school of being feeling stuck or unhappy or Less. I work with a lot of people who talk about some sort of sense of meaninglessness. So can you go there with me just for a second, a little more detail? Yes. It was really the awareness that I had grown up in an environment where I had a very loving father, but I had a very unpredictable, abusive mother. Okay. And I actually dealt with her very much in isolation. Nobody knew that's what happened behind closed doors. We were very actively involved, particularly in our church. That was central to my growing up and to our value system. And to everyone else, it appeared that she was just this really nice, loving, sweet lady. They didn't know about her outbursts. They didn't know that she could be physically abusive. They didn't know how unpredictable and controlling she could be. Those were all behaviors that she manifested when she became anxious. And what was interesting about it was that those incidents usually happened because she believed that she was being protective of me. And she would become really sometimes out of control just in her anger. And as as I began to understand it in my history and began to understand her better, it was later on that I realized that it was not her intention to be abusive, though she was. It was really that she was trying to protect me. And all of that took a lot of work to come to that understanding, right? Yes. But that was really an experience that left me very confused and feeling isolated and alone and unprotected and then caused me to form certain beliefs about myself or to question my worth. What do I deserve? What should I expect in relationships? And fortunately, I began this journey as a young adult where it served me well as I moved into my adult years in terms of making decisions regarding relationships. But it was a very difficult thing to come to terms with and to acknowledge and also to, to grieve the fact that she was not the mother that I would have wanted. She was not the mother that others saw her to be. The public persona was different than the internal behind the closed doors and which is often a description of what a lot of people go through when they're stuck. They feel stuck internally, but externally they still function somehow. And so, yeah, so it was, it took courage. It took the willingness to ask questions, to face difficult answers 
And it also required grieving, letting go of beliefs that I had or wishes that I had in hoping that she would be other than how she was. That's such an important part of change in our lives is that it really often requires that we let go of things that yes. are important to us, but do you, not serve us you've, well. You've mentioned several things here that I think are so important here, Susie, as we start to uh, unpack what you went through and begin the process of seeing how that's going to be helpful to our audience. Many of them have had similar experiences with their family of origin and how that's then been moved into other phases of life, young adulthood or into marriage or family of their own or other you know, workplace type of things. But I'm interested, you said it took courage and you had to deal with some grief and you had to deal with some understanding about a public persona and an internal life. Things were just different. But it also said that you go back to you actually chose to go through some counseling yourself and therapy on your own. What I'm getting at here with you, Susie, what do you think are some of the cognizant, intentional and cognizant decisions that you made to take some action to not stay stuck anymore? Because that's the key thing here, what your premise is about not staying stuck. But even along the line, as a young person, you took some action. So I know therapy was one of those, but tell us a bit more about actions that you took to get better and to come to a better place. The therapeutic work was foundational for me. Another aspect of my own growth and change process has always been education. And by that, I mean, I ha am an ongoing and avid student. I'm always studying, I'm always learning, I'm always asking questions. And I, if there was anything that was a great gift for my history, it was really from my father who encouraged me to ask questions. He encouraged me to be curious. And this served me well throughout my life. And so that was really foundational. But I think, Brad, that one of the things that is so important if we are going to become freed from stuck, if we're going to move out of adversity, if we are going to create effective change in our lives, is that one of the most important questions we have to ask is, do I believe, do I know that I deserve this? Do I know that I deserve a better quality of life? Do I know that I deserve to live peacefully, to be content, to have quality relationships, to be comfortable, to be safe, to have the things that bring me enjoyment and satisfaction and pleasure? Do I know that I deserve that? And if we have been wounded or mistreated or abused, it leaves us with a real foundational question about that. And we have to come to a point where we say, yes, I deserve a better quality of life. I deserve to know that I can make choices to create something different than my history. I know that I can be a different person, for example, than my mother was. I do not have to become what she was. So those are the really deep, powerful questions that are so important for us to be able to move through those challenges and those difficult and dark times. And what we're talking about here is the transition or transformation from a sense of meaninglessness to a sense of meaningfulness, which is the search I believe all people have 
is that sense of meaningfulness, purpose in life, and so on. And so many people don't have it. And I, I my own term for what you describe as being stuck, I call it the malaise of mediocrity, where you just stay stuck in this vortex of keep going on because you f- feel that you are not able to break out of that. And I think there's several factors that you talked about education. You talked about asking good questions. I wonder if, and you mentioned one aspect of your growing up that can sometimes be helpful and sometimes be hurtful. You mentioned about your relationship to the church being central. But I'm, I want to touch you for just a second about any sensibility about how any connection to a power greater than self, a spirituality or a divine presence or anything along this line, meditation, anything along this line has played into your personal transformation and that that can also be a part of what you can teach others. I actually believe that our spiritual journey is happening to us, whether or not we recognize it or we identify it in that way, because I believe that we are all spiritual beings meaning that we have been created with this amazing intelligence in us. And we are created from the same energy that the stars and the moon and the mountains are created from. We have that, if you will, divine essence in us. And anything in our spiritual journey that is in alignment with that awareness of who we really are and the magnificent resources that we have inside of ourselves to create our life is going to be beneficial. So for some people, it's an alignment with an organized or structured religion. For some, it is meditation. For some, it is spending time in nature. For some, it's being a part of a spiritual community. Others find that in creative expression. There are any number of ways that we can support and cultivate our awareness of ourselves as spiritual beings, which is really about accessing that deep intelligence inside of us that will always serve us well. And it's very important that we find that journey that works for us as individuals. And sometimes that means moving away from a certain structure. It may mean leaving a certain theological framework. It may mean finding a different spiritual community. Whatever it is, it's so important that we discover that deep resource inside of us. It sounds like you would be in agreement that it's still important to make a connection to some sort of deep and abiding spiritual presence or resource as a part of a personal transformation. Is that a part of where you're at and what we're talking about here? I would say that is true. And I would say that in my work with people, sometimes, Brad, there are people who live more Christian than Christians. Do you oh. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know I know exactly what you're saying, yes. There are agnostics and there are atheists that are more Christ-like than many Christians, meaning that they live those principles without the the theological or religious structure. Yes. That being said, I do find that people who have more of a an attunement or a or a curiosity or alignment with spirituality tend to find the journey of change easier 
because they see that as a resource for them. Yeah. Well, that way I think of it is this is a great resource to draw on that you need to be connected to a power greater than self. Otherwise, you're just looking upon only your self power, which is a good thing. But to have to be totally enhanced, you need power greater than self. And that's just where I'm at on things. It sounds like we have some agreement on that. And that doesn't necessarily come from organized religion. Religion has to do with rituals and so on. And that's and many times a good thing. But other times it has to do with some personal journey. And I think part of what we're talking about here is one's personal journey to go from that place of being stuck. You can People choose to stay stuck, right? Don't they, Susie? But if you're going to get unstuck, you got sometimes you need to leverage all the resources at, at hand, including the spiritual element and emotional relationships and physical health. And, and we're going to leave our conversation right there with Susie Hayes. I'll leave you ready, uh, ready for more when she comes back and gives us some specifics about what you can do, the actions that you can take to be freed from stuck. In this episode, let's talk about a couple of takeaways before we move forward. I really loved in this episode about how there's really a key question that you need to ask yourself. Do I deserve a good life? And the point is to say yes to that. And in order to get to that point, you've got to deal with the grief. You've got to overcome your past uh, experiences and you have to get beyond that. That's what her book, her title of her book is Freed from Stuck, Dared Across the Bridge, Beyond Grief, Trauma, and Self-Sabotage to Discover Lasting Change. Now, you can find her at SusieHayesNow.com. It's her website and her book is FreedFromStuck.com. We look forward to having her with us on episode number 261, where she's going to talk about this whole process, how you can get unstuck yourself. Then in episode number 262, I hope that you join me as I like to have a my own talk to reflect on what we learned from Susie Hayes and some own reflections from my own life and from 42 years of Christian ministry and having a doctoral degree in transformational leadership on my own life experiences. We're going to talk about the power of pain to achieve a goal. And I'm going to tell a little bit about some of my own painful experiences and how they were instrumental in helping me to attain some great life goals. For myself, I think it's going to be helpful to you. That's what we're all about here at Beyond Adversity, being helpful to you because we love you. We're all about helping you to overcome adversity and achieve your life of peace and prosperity and purpose. We do that every week at drbradmiller.com, where we have over 260 episodes now of this podcast dedicated to you. And at drbradmiller.com slash 40 day way. That's the place where you can get on our mailing list and find out more about the programs that we offer. It's great to have you with us. It's a privilege. Look forward to having you next time here on Beyond Adversity. Until then, good people, remember to always do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.